Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Business Wire, economic optimism continues to drop. The economic optimism index is now down to 38.1%, with above 50% being optimistic and below 50% pessimistic regarding their economic situation in the future. New York Post, American optimism on direction of the U.S. plummets nearly 20 points. We are thinking that the future of the U.S. is deteriorating. Pew Research. Americans say the U.S. in 2050 will be worse off in many ways, and then Gallup, latest COVID-19 wave dents U.S. optimism. I can or I can't. I am able or I am unable. I have what it takes or I do not have what it takes. These are the unspoken or spoken words of optimistic and pessimistic people. The individuals in your sales team or in your family. These words and others like them frame what a person believes about their ability to achieve a goal and overcome the obstacles in their way to a good income and a better life as a sales professional. People, children, and then adults base their thoughts of competence on what they have been taught to believe about themselves and what they have achieved and what they can achieve. I'm not good enough. I cannot learn to do this. For salespeople, when they look through a metaphorical pair of eyeglasses at the world around them, they see through this mud of statements. People do not buy this time of year. I can't accomplish what others do here. I can't sell at this level. I can't close a sale beyond a certain size. I can't. I can't. I can't. People do not enjoy me calling on them. People will always respond in a negative way when I talk with them. People do not want to buy from me. I can't learn to do this. What if you or your child begin to develop negative belief habits, automatic routines of bad self-thought about yourself, themselves, and their capability to make good grades or achieve a better future from the efforts given today. Pretty depressing, right? If we stop and look at ourselves and those around us, we can see the tendency to quit, or miss, or fail, or not learn, being shaped by the belief in the ability to achieve, especially when the achievement path is laden with a minefield of obstacles and repeated failure. This makes optimism, the confidence level in reaching a successful outcome, one of the most important interpersonal factors in sales goal achievement. For the 20 years I coached youth in high school baseball, I could see the negative and positive effects of parental influence on the optimism of a kid trying to successfully hit a baseball. I saw defeated children buy into their inabilities as told to them by their parents and keep their bats on their shoulders to keep from striking out. They would not swing for fear of, a belief in, their inability. There are two reasons for their pessimism. They had been allowed to learn to quit early at everything in their life that was hard, or they had been told over and over that they would never amount to anything. Hitting a baseball safely 
is a value-prone sport with the best hitters failing 70% of the time. Sales is a failure-prone occupation with the best, especially in the beginning, failing as much as two-thirds of the time to complete a sale. As sales leaders and managers, we hear these words over and over again. Percent to quota or goal. Making the numbers. Average monthly sales. Average monthly profit. Hitting sales targets or sales goals. Yet an industry survey in 2012 found that 50% of salespeople fail to reach annual targets. Say you hire someone to sell for you and they've taken a sales assessment like the CTS sales profile prior to hire and you know their level of optimism. It's slow and you hire them anyway or, or maybe someone on your team has bought into the headlines or they've had a setback of illness in their family or they're just one of those kids, now an adult, who has a pessimistic set of habits instilled in their childhood. For the rest of this podcast, let's talk about leadership and what you can do to bring a positive impact to a person's optimism level. We're going to look at some research published by the American Marketing Association in 2014. And here's the title of the article, Learned Helplessness Among Newly Hired Salespeople and the Influence of Leadership. So the researchers, they shared these results. Newly hired salespeople are likely to adopt pitch-oriented and pushy sales behaviors without regard for a person's needs when they face repeated sales performance failure in their early tenure. As these failures increase, the effect of, well, if they actually get them, core transformational leadership behaviors, which a lot of managers don't have anyway, which stress values and goals and aspiration, the actual the effects of these decrease unless, and this is a big unless, salespeople are also encouraged by their leadership to make performance errors with prospects and potential customers. I'm going to explain more about this in just a second. Sales managers should work closely with their salespeople to set reasonable sales goals and should revise them throughout early employment based on their performance records. So. Articulating a vision, helping with values and goals and aspirations, a person's goals and aspirations and the values of the organizations toward customers and toward how we will sell in a manner, for example, that will take into consideration a customer's needs, leading by example and fostering the acceptance of group goals. All of this is what's called core transformational leadership. And its effectiveness as a managerial focus actually diminishes as periods of failure accumulate for a salesperson. But it's a good first start. But you got to remember, we've got to add something to it to help salespeople. And the reason is because repeated failure to hit goals counters this approach, unless it is combined with what is called error management downplaying the stigma of missing sales goals and teaching the reps that they are likely to make errors. As a matter of fact, they need to make a lot of them, and they could also include asking the wrong questions and trying to uncover the customer's needs or revealing themselves as novices without all the right answers. So before I summarize what all this means, listen to my business partner's story about being brought up in the potato fields of Alabama. Steve grew up with a domineering, heavy-handed father who was pretty fundamental about right and wrong and harsh about making him work and take a responsibility and make good grades. 
His mother was the saving grace of the family. Steve remembers her countering the harshness with long conversations about why it would be good for him to get good grades and control his behavior in order to have a better life. She didn't say, do this because I said so, but spent lots of time and conversation about why it was important for him to behave in a certain way to get the grades, get the degree, in order to get a job and have a better life. Her approach was transformational in the early formative years and helped Steve set in his mind a habit of thinking and performing in a hardworking, responsible manner in the pursuit of goals for a better future. Here's the point. Do you do that for those you hire? The opposite would be pounding on them for results, your numbers, your results, and keeping your distance and letting them fail or succeed without your example to see or without any training from anyone. They're just on their own, no one to help them and no team to be a part of. Instead, here's what you're going to do. You're going to be a transformational leader. When new sales reps begin, they are going to hear you talk about your vision and the important role they are taking on toward the company and its customers that they are now an important member on your sales team where everyone is expected to be a positive influence on each other. And next, you're going to sit down with them, with each person, and get to know them as an individual. And you're going to do that with a foundation interview. And afterwards, using a survival lifestyle sheet, you're going to help them look into the future and set an income goal and a corresponding sales goal at least 12 months out one that's meaningful to them in their life. You're then going to teach them a sales process and the most effective way of reaching their goal, and you're going to encourage them to fail a lot at all of it. Developing rapport with different personality types, asking the questions you give them to uncover needs, making a customized presentation, and just being a novice without all the correct answers to frequently asked questions. You're going to let them know that transformation and new habits require development time, and they require making mistakes, a lot of them. They will work hard at making themselves better, and you expect errors to occur. You want them to occur as they work to be responsible at the behaviors and efforts required of professionals in your industry. You're going to downplay results and perfection and help your new reps be a part of the team as a learning contributor working to make their life better as they grow with the skills of a solid performer, and you're going to stay with them and help them eliminate the mistakes they make and help them know where they are and how they're progressing and how they're getting better and what they have to do next. And interestingly, while you may encourage them with words or praise their progress, a lot of their optimism, especially in the hard way forward, will come from your attention toward them, your conversations with them, your training, and your kind and direct correction. You are not responsible for their optimism or their motivation. They are. In the end, the responsibility you take toward their development will provide for their increased competence, their progress toward an income that matters and their overall optimism and self-regard. Sales will increase, and the effect will be as transformational for them 
as it is for kids. You have what it takes to do this, so do it. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.